Listening Dog Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Never before. Hello and welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman, and Lindsay Hooper. How's your weekend been, Lindsay? But I just can we just say that mine has been incredible because Arsenal are four points clear at the top of the league. Shot, shot, shot. shot. <laughs> uh, well, you have an incredible week every week at the minute, so I'm gonna bask in the glory of three points against Nottingham Forest. Hurrah! <laughs> <laughs> you made it look bloody hard though, didn't you? We did make it look hard, Adam. Don't need to rub that in anymore. Um, I also had Jose Sarr on my bench in the fantasy. So I think he had something like 14 points. And he saved a pen, yeah. didn't he? A great yeah. save as well. Yeah. Actually, David, on that, when I was listening live, um, because I was in the car listening to that, so many people said that he'd come off the line early. But I watched on Match of the Day. I think he was fine. But um, mm. did he time that just right? Was that just about everything you could do right to save a penalty there? I would say so. And I tell you what, Lindsay, when you now you just said that, watch Pickford on the penalty against Kane because he gets really close to it. But he comes down the line so much that I'm sure that if he saves it, it's going to get retaken. If you just go across, you'll save that. He was close to it, wasn't he? I, it looked like he was he's not far from getting fingers to it. Yeah, no, he touched it. He definitely touched it. And you can see, you know, like he's... He, he <laughs> if only he was a few inches taller. 
Oh, I. <laughs> no, but you know. <laughs> if only he had David's but, hands. You know, but that, but what it was. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if it had gone sideways rather than coming down the line, you know, and especially with Harry, you know, because he he puts a lot of pace on it. He always does. Um, but it wasn't in the corner. Um, you know, so I, I looked at that, and then obviously he made he made the mistake for the first goal where he, you know, where he fumbled it, and um, you know it's um, it's weird, you know, like Nick Pope's made a mistake, um, you know, where he had a simple mistake, and then Jordan did one against Tottenham, um, you know, and Aaron's playing well now, you know, so you know you never is know. That what- your, is that your phone for your bait bows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we knew this would happen <laughs> to fill people in. <laughs> yeah. So just before we hit record, David's been yeah. waiting for a delivery. So come hang on, on. hang on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to go and open the mansion gates first. <laughs> yeah, might be a while. Let's just get busy between ourselves. David Law in the drawbridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here he is. Oh, here we go. Right, we're back. Look at his happy face. (laughs) It's arrived. (laughs) So, yeah, the big smile would tell us that it's all intact. It is, yeah, and it's me bait boat, so I'm well happy. (laughs) So for all of those who don't know, that's all of us included, what's a bait boat? (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's a remote controlled boat, about two foot long, three foot long, and you put your bait in there and you can put your rigs in there with the hook in it and then you send it out into the lake to exactly the same position every time and then it drops the bait and drops your hook bait so that they're all really compact <laughs> and all together <laughs> and honestly it's a it's a cart lounge rt4 and they're a mate they are amazing they, they, they've got fish finders on them they've got echo sounders so you know how deep it is they've got autopilots <laughs> so you just press the button on it and it sends it out to the same spot and you press another button and it brings it right back to you without even trying. It's brilliant. <laughs> so I'm so excited. Does this mean that you, you have even less to do as a fisherman? Yes. Even less to do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dig. <laughs> well, he's always telling yeah, us about how he's asleep on the job. I've been getting too much sleep recently. I've not been getting disturbed by fish, so... Hopefully this bait bar is the answer, but um, oh. no, they're, they're good, you know, and a lot of fishermen, oh, that's cheating, that's cheating, but there's there's time and a place for a bait boat and uh, I'm at that time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when we do the fishing po- uh, episode of this podcast, is the bait boat going to make an appearance? Because I think me and Callum probably will have a go on it. <laughs> yeah, no, you will. <laughs> no, you're def- it'll definitely make an appearance. One awesome. of the funny things was, is it was uh, I was fishing once on the lake and my mate was right on the other side of the lake and I was putting my tent up and the ground was really hard and I forgot my hammer and I, and I saw my mate putting his tent up so I phoned him I was like, any chance of borrowing your hammer I'll come round and get it he was like no hang on a minute I know he put it in his bait boat and sent it across the lake to me <laughs> <laughs> love that that's such a boy thing to do as well <laughs> no, that was like, and, the, and the thing was is that I was laughing like all the way as it was coming over I was like this is ace <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wouldn't have been ace if it had been too heavy for the boat though would it and it has sank to the bottom oh that my god I know <laughs> yeah but, I know but even so on the lake a couple of years ago there was a swan that attacked bait boats <laughs> so it, it would go <laughs> over and it, it would like jump on them and everything and it actually sunk one of them and they're not cheap <laughs> a swan probably thought it was under attack yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway right then before we were rudely <laughs> interrupted by your bait boats um, you were talking about Nick Pope <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was ch- I was chatting about you know that that yeah that Nick had made a mistake obviously playing for England, and then Jordan's done exactly the same you know a, a shot that he should save, um you know it's a li- it's normally like a nice little gather but for some reason it popped out and then Harry's just nudged it past him got the penalty and um, you know then I see Aaron playing against Leeds and having a really good game you know so you know what was what was weird is that. I saw a report that Aaron just said that the World Cup's coming, he thinks, six months too early for him. You know, and I was like, oh, you don't need to say that. You don't need to give anybody that excuse, you know, because if you're 50-50 with someone and then you've said that in the press, then that might go against you. So mm-hmm. I might have a little word to advise him. Uh, <laughs> take it back, because you never know. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got it, we've got to talk about yesterday's game. Yeah. Yesterday's game was epic. Liverpool, Man City, you know, as much as only a 1-0, it was still such a really high quality, really competitive game. And I just thought that Liverpool did well. I was really surprised, you know, because I saw them play against Arsenal and I knew that they were getting there because when Arsenal beat them, I was like, it's a good time to play Liverpool. And then they went to Rangers, didn't they, and beat them seven. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, ooh, might want to change my prediction, <laughs> but but it was um, oh, it was a proper game. Everybody was looking at Van Dyke versus Haaland, and I think you know obviously Van Dyke won that competition. But um, can we talk about the City goal? Haaland was adjudged to have fouled twice in the build-up to that goal that Foden I thought dispatched so well. Um, it was a real fierce yeah. hit from him. And the referee had let play go on and played advantage. And Pep Guardiola afterwards had a problem with the fact that when advantage had been played many, many times throughout that game, he never pulled it back, but he pulled it back for that one, or certainly VAR did. And yes, it probably, in retrospect, when you when he bought it back, it was a foul. I think there was a, a push on Fabinho. You could probably argue, David, from the goalkeeper's point of view as well, that there was a foul on Alisson. And maybe I wouldn't have had as yeah, much of a problem it was, it was if he'd have pulled it back for the one on Alisson. But I think pulling it back as far as, if you've let it go, you've let it go, haven't you? Because yeah, there, there were that, so many others in the that's game. before. Look at the Arsenal against Man United when they pulled that right back, you know, Arsenal scored and then they, they brought it right back when um, Odegaard fouled someone. You mm-hmm. know, and, they, and they went way back and disallowed the goal, you know. So they have done it before. But like you said, there was so many tackles that were being let go. That was nowhere near the worst of all of them. And that actually gets penalised. But um, yeah, and then and then what you said about the Allison situation, that ball was there to go for, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, all right, he got his hands there, but he didn't have his hands on it. Apparently, on match of the day, they said that the pull on Fabino's shirt was looked at and that was given a foul. And as I said, but even if that wasn't a foul, they would have given the foul on Allison, which I was really surprised at. Yeah. So I I would have accepted, if I was a Man City fan, I think if it was a, a foul on the goalkeeper, you accept it being brought back that far. But you, if it was a foul on the goalkeeper, you might mm. as well have given it for that 
why did you pull it back as far as the Fabinho challenge, which had which was obviously much earlier in the play yeah. and had been let go by the referee. Yeah, but it wasn't a different phase of play though, was it, Linz? No, it wasn't. But I just think if there was a foul anyway afterwards, and they did do that, they did a back anno, didn't they, on Match of the Day to say, and we've been told that yeah. had that not been pulled up, it would have been, why didn't you just do it with the Allison one anyway? Yeah. When I first saw that, I thought, no, that that's a fair challenge, that on on the goalkeeper. You know, I've I've had Teddy Sheringham coming in with his studs up doing that sort of thing and he got away with it loads of times. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And Bob Wilson always used to say to me, he's like, yeah, get your face and your hands in there. I'm like, Bob, put your feet in there. Look at the state of your face. <laughs> he's got scars all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bob. <laughs> you know what I'm on about. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what a game. A great game, you know. And it turned into a, a good result for Arsenal. You know, Arsenal going up to Leeds and, yes. and getting a win and, and not playing the best. You know, they they know that. There was a few incidents going on. And what, what just really annoyed me, right, is that, so I go on Twitter and everything and I'm looking at stuff and I see that Arsenal are like really praising like Aaron, you know, their number one and all that sort of stuff. So I watch the game and I, on the actual game highlights, they show probably one or two of his saves. But then when they do the analysis after the match, he made about another three or four saves that they didn't even show on the main VT. And Aaron had a really good game, you know, so it's, um, mm. like I said, we, what we I said know earlier, you're excited, David. I mean, you've raced onto Arsenal, super speedy. Uh, we haven't even managed to talk <laughs> about Alisson <laughs> assisting Mo Salah for three three different goals yeah. in, in his Liverpool career. Three times Alisson's assisted Mo Salah. We will come back on to Arsenal, David, I promise you. We'll, we'll just park <laughs> it there just for a moment. <laughs> yeah, I'll just admit, it, admit that. I see, like, just like Aaron did when... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Alison's brilliant at that. You know, he's got that side volley where he can set up play. You know, he can he can spot runs, you know. And, and then even when you saw it, Mo Salah was goal side and he still picked him out perfectly. But... The thing that people don't realise about Mo Salah is as small as he is, he's so strong. The way he used his body. Oh, he just flipped Cancelo. Yeah, but he does it with people that are even bigger than that as well. You know, he's, he's got a really strong core, which which helps him like hold people off. And he did that brilliant. Not only did he hold him off, he controlled the ball as well. That's why Ramos hooked his shoulder out his joint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But he'd been through before and um, he was one-on-one with Edison and Edison made an unbelievable save, by the way, oh, that, that got so given good. as a goal kick. And I, if that was me, I'd be like, no, it's a corner. I touched it. Corner. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you for that. Yeah. I know, you know, but obviously on TV, he gets the credit that he deserves because it was an amazing save, you know, it was, and it was mm. the slightest of touches. It's on my page for save of the week, but we'll get to that later. Mm. <laughs> but it's um, a few to choose from as well. Yeah. Yes, there is as well. But and then you know, then for Salah to go through again, you're thinking, right, what's he going to do this time? And he, the finish was just unbelievable because it's it, he's not just put it down the side of Edison; he's he's lifted it as well, so he's got no chance with his feet. Mm. And it was a fitting finish to a great game of football, I thought. Um, Can we please address Jurgen Klopp's red card as well? Because I'm seeing on social media now a lot, and there is a real serious point to this, which is 
grassroots football and the emergency situation they're having with referees. People don't want a referee in the game at grassroots level. And David, Mm. you'll know this from being a role model yourself. People look to the Premier League and that's where they get their examples from. And this, I know that Jurgen Mm -hmm. Klopp apologised afterwards, but when you see that that slow motion and that close-up of him in the assistant referee's ear, this is what's happening down on the local school fields and on a Sunday afternoon. It's just it's just not right. Like you said, you know, it's, it's hard enough being a referee anyway. And like you said, the grassroots referees, they're getting scared. They're now having to have body cams on, you know, just to show or to gather evidence of what's going on against them, you know, the abuse that they're getting. And like you say, when, when you see top, top managers doing it, then it just gives them a green light. And I hope Jürgen comes out and, and addresses that situation, you know, and, and and does more than an apology because he needs to explain, you know, what the effect that that has on the referees and linesmen you know, down, further down the line is is, is really bad. And yeah, everybody can say, yeah, it's in the heat of the game and all this, that, but, but a lot of games are like that, but it doesn't give you license to go and do that to the linesmen. It's, I just found it really aggressive and it needs more than an apology. It needs a you know, a statement from him, I feel, to address it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. David Seaman and Lindsay Hooper. This is Seaman Says. Another thing, just before we move on to Arsenal, um, that I noticed in the lead-up to the Liverpool-Man City game, I wondered your thoughts about this as a former player. There was an article that was published, I don't know whether any of you saw this, Callum Adam, where they compared the wages of the Liverpool players versus the City players. From a a morale point of view in the dressing room, if you're one of those players and you've played really well, I'm thinking of a, a Harvey Elliott or maybe even if we go with James Milner, James Milner had a great game. I think he was on this list as about 60,000 a week or something. Does this not cause fraction to know what everybody else is on, to know that person's getting 100 grand more than me a week? It, it can do, but there's there's pecking orders in, in every team and it's not the fact that you're the best player like what you just said about Haaland who's not on the top wage yet but he's only what is he 23, 24? 22 Well he's not far off it David let's 22. not feel sorry for him he's on 375,000 pounds a week <laughs> but Yeah I know but but then you know whenever you sign a contract obviously you're going to sign it for more money aren't you? You know and if you're young mm. you ain't going to get that top money straight away because well, you, you build up to into. that Exactly, you build up to that, you know, and that used to happen at Arsenal. And you know, fortunately, I was I was in that top bracket along with a few others. Even even down to the point once when we um, we were having contract negotiations, and I was, and it was straight after Euro '96, and I was big news then. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so I went into so me and my agent, my uh, my agent at the time was uh, Steve Cutner, and we went into David Dean's house. Right, right. I've been in his house. Is it the same one that had the lift? Yeah. <laughs> and um, we went in and then we're chatting and they made an offer and I, and I was like, that's not enough. And they were like, what do you mean? I went, that's not enough. 
And I said, he's like, you're going to have to make some phone calls. So me and my agent, we went out into David Dean's garden, walking around the garden, and then David Dean came up, all right, I've got another offer for you. Okay. <laughs> so we went back Did he in. slide it across the table? Like, Anyway, right, I can give you this. And we were like, no, that's not enough, Mr. Dean. You have to make some more phone calls. So we went back out into the garden again. And then anyway, we came in and he went, but we can't offer you this sort of money because Tony's already signed his contract and Tony was on, you know, he's, he was in the top bracket. Mm. And I was like, well, you've got to do something. Anyway, so anyway, we, we come back in after the, for the third offer and we were like, yeah, that's more like it. That, that's that's good. We signed the deal, went into training the next day. Tony Adams came up to you and went, cheers, goalie. Why? What do you mean? He went, I got a raise because you agreed more money than I'd agreed. So I got same as you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. Brilliant. Brilliant. So he got a pay rise just overnight through me negotiating better. <laughs> Excellent. You should go to him and ask for half of his uh, Strictly purse. Oh, I know. Yeah. It might not last long. He's doing better. <laughs> He's, he's all right. He's into round. What are we into now? We're into round four, five, is it? Or five? Yeah. yeah. I saw you appear appear yeah, on the VT again, going to see him dance in training. Yeah. yeah. That, that, do you know what? It was cool that because we went to watch him, and he actually did his full dance in front of me and Dicko. And we were just sat in the middle of the of the dance floor with two chairs, and we just watched him and his, uh, him and Katia do the dance, and he proper went for it as well. You know, like facial expressions and everything. I was thinking, wow, if you can do that in front of us, you know, yeah. they could take the piss out of you, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to be all right on Saturday, you know, and he was. He, he was really good, Aww. you know. It's, it's a bit more nerve-wracking show day or show night, um, obviously, but the way he went for it in front of me and Dick, I was really impressed. So keep going, Tone. <laughs> keep dancing. <laughs> oh, and this brings us on in, right, in a back, wonderful back to way to Arsenal Leeds. Yeah, yeah, go on. Your, your half-and-half scarf that I saw <laughs> yeah. you put on Twitter. Can yeah. I just interject really quickly? Yeah. While we're still on the Liverpool debate, and it's something we touched on very briefly, this is huge on social media all the time with the Scottish clubs, certainly with Rangers and Celtic. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, but you know, if they had that money, or if they were in the in the, the in the Premier League, they'd be in the top six. And then you get all the Liverpool fans and the City fans going, "No, nah, not a chance." And obviously, with Liverpool beating Rangers, putting seven past them, where do you think, as an ex-pro and and, and Lindsay with your profession, where do you genuinely think they would figure in the Premier League table? And I don't think Celtic and Rangers. I don't mean give them five years to get a bed in. Take their yeah, teams, yeah. slam them straight in the Premier League. Where are they going to end up? 17th. I, I feel that they'd be, yeah, bottom half. Definitely yeah. bottom half. This, the standard of the Premier League now is so good. Yeah, I would, I would Why, say Why, Adam, are you after some more it's whipping boys a, for Southampton? I fully yeah. agree. Get them in quick. Huge clubs Get them in. With big followings. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, not, I'm not taking that away from. I them. don't think they'd be that different to what Nottingham Forest are doing this season. That's how I see it. You know, they'd start well, get, you know, everyone would be... That's harsh. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, giving Wolves a good go, yeah. (laughs) Right, anyway, you've made me wait long enough. Shut up, let's talk about Leeds Arsenal. What else can we talk about, guys? Come on, yeah. (laughs) Arsenal top of the week. That picture of your half and half (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So I put a picture of that on Twitter. Did you see it? I got yeah. battered. Oh. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Brought I was quite proud. It's like I bought him that. I know uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So that that picture went out. But now, looking at, at the performance, football wise, it wasn't brilliant from Arsenal. But scraping a one nil win at Leeds is just it's it's a sign of the times. You know, we're, sometimes we're not playing very well, but we can still scrape out a result. And uh, there was there was a few incidents going on. There's one with Banford and and Gabriel, which when you see the slow mo, you can totally understand why the, the goal got disallowed. Aaron had a lot of saves to do um, and a lot of stuff to do, you know, like as in crosses and cutting out balls. So it was a busy day for the Arsenal defence. But I'm believing more and more. Sometimes some you know a season can all all of a sudden just come together. So. Who knows? Let's remember you'd had that trip to Norway as well, hadn't you? You'd had that trip to Norway in the Europa League. So I always thought this was going to be a testing one. So to win 1-0 after having an away trip in the Europa League, that's what I think is going to be the big test mm. of those those matches that come after those away legs. Yeah. You know, and like, like we say, Lynn, it wasn't the best performance, you know, so that's still a little bit of a worry. But defending as a team was a lot better. I thought Aaron really got in Patrick Bamford's head. Yeah, he does really that. Did. <laughs> and he, really and he, did. And he got in his head afterwards as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, I don't know what it, you know, I, I couldn't do that. It's That wasn't in my nature, but I've seen him do it before. You know, I've seen him do it. it. Was it Fernandez? He did it with at Man United. There's a few that he's done it with before. And, um, you know, it's whatever, whatever makes you tick, you know, and if it's going to make the player miss the penalty, then, you know, I see Martinez does it. At Villa, you know, so he does it a lot. Yeah, Tim Krul, you know, so, when he was you know, if in the, the referees aren't going to, if the referees not going to stop them, then it ain't going to make it any any easier for the penalty taker. It's going to make it a lot harder, isn't it? You know, because he mm. it does what he does. It, it it winds you up. But um, I can understand the the bit afterwards when you've saved it. <laughs> but Aaron's done it twice now, <laughs> where they where they've actually missed the goal, and he's still giving them loads. <laughs> Whatever he's doing, it's working. Uh, Saka's finish was really good. Yeah, Saka, Saka was brilliant. You know, he's and every time I watch him, every time he get, he receives the ball, he wants to go forward, and it's a re, it's a real plus. And you know, for me, his finish reminds me of a certain goal I let in in this FA Cup semi final against a hairy chested Ryan Giggs. But you know, he's like straight above him, and <laughs> you know, and, it, and it, well, but it's the pace that beats you. You know, I, I made my dive for the ball that was coming out of the back of the net. <laughs> it was that fast, it, and sometimes you end up getting a little bit too low, and you leave that gap, and you ain't got time. And the balls are so fast nowadays. You know, so he ain't got that time to to try and react. Um, but yeah, it, it was a it was an amazing finish, and yeah, it was a, it was a good result. It weren't a brilliant performance, but defensively we were we were good. I thought. When you say we, obviously you're talking about Arsenal there, but um, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't Leeds look a different beast with Bamford back on? Yeah, as soon as he came on, they looked totally different. He, obviously, they've missed him a lot. You know, when you look at the influence that he has when he comes on like that. 
and he's one of those guys that looks like a nice, quiet guy, doesn't he? And when you, it's a bit like it's a bit like Dennis Burkamp. You know, like everybody thought he was a Mr. Nice Guy and everything, but like on the pitch, they can look after themselves, you know. And Dennis yeah. was the same. He would stick his elbow in, you know, and make the defenders really cry, you know, and, and that's what Bamford <laughs> does. He um <laughs> Bamford can look after himself and put himself about, you know, but he's got this like this image of like, you know, Mr. Nice Guy. But, I um, think that yeah, might be the nicest compliment he's ever had, being compared to Bergkamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's it's some. You know, he's had a lot of injuries, and now he needs a run of games to to steady lead. You know, because they're you know they're they're there or thereabouts in that relegation zone. So, you know, we need, as in we leads. I keep saying we we it's win win, isn't it? The other um, we, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, we need to get some results together to uh, to to just to steady the ship, and uh, hopefully he's going to have a run of games now that uh, that keeps him in the team. But do you know what's weird for me is like when I watched it on TV, you know, and I see players coming out of the tunnel, and I always think back to obviously I was there as a 16, 15 year old, and I remember like cleaning the floor so many times of that tunnel because that was like my job so i had to make sure that that the the tunnel area and then the the area i don't know whether it's changed now but the area going up to the dressing rooms and that it was a blue floor when i was there right and we had to clean it we had to mop it sweep it and mop it and scrub it and then and then i because i was head apprentice so at the end of the day i had to go to the to our coach, the boss, and I'd say, right, boss, ready for inspection. And he'd come out, and I had to make sure that the, the floor was dead clean, right? Wow. And then he'd come out, and he'd do his inspection. And if he's and if he found, like, any, like, watermarks or all like that, he'd just get the the, um, the detergent stuff and just start sprinkling it all over the floor again. He'd be right, <laughs> do it again properly. <laughs> you know, but stuff like that, you know, I, I've never forgot things like that, you know, and it brings back right. memories for me. And then, and then the boot room at Leeds, you know, I used to look after – I think it was um, Brian Flynn and Trevor Cherry's boots and John Lukic's boots. And I remember like cleaning them like so good, getting them, you know, polishing them and making them shiny and then actually painting their stripes with white paint. So it really shows up who they're sponsored by. And I used to love all that. You know, I used to think when they went out on the pitch, I'd be like, I've cleaned their boots. Look how good they look. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's, it's totally different now. It's totally different now. You know, they don't... The, the uh, but did you enjoy the, it as well, though? I loved it. I absolutely yeah. loved it. You know, and, and we used to, used to like, we used to have to gather all the kit. We had to put it in, in the in the skips, you know, like to take it to the to the laundry room, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And we used to have to do everything, you know. Now it now it all gets done for I them. I can't but, imagine. Is, you know, is this bad of me? That yeah, is it bad that I now think that a young apprentice, like let's look at academy players coming through, real high profile one, Phil mm. Foden, for instance, or Harvey Elliott at Liverpool. Since that was the big game at the weekend, I can't imagine them enjoying it, David. Like the way that you talked about it then. Yeah, I know, but he's too pampered. Yeah. But it was, it's different though, Lindsay. You know, it's, it's all they know. You know, they've been brought up without that. You know, so they don't know that side of it. They've been. Is that because, is that because football as a vehicle is spoiling them? Is it because it's. <laughs> I don't know whether it's football. I don't know. I don't know whether it's like. Um, Entitlement, health and safety, and all them sorts. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's entitlement. <laughs> yeah, no, health and safety. <laughs> no, but no, I know it's. I know. I know. We go on about like how much what they get, and, but it's all they know. They don't know any different. 
Mm. You know, it's, and they've been brought up that way. And that's all they see. They see that if they play well. But do you think they should know different? <sighs> it's hard because, it, you know, it, it made me into who I am. But mm. then players players come through that system that's happening now and and they're still they're still decent you know so you know it's it's whatever works i think i think you could potentially really open the doors to a chat about social aspects and social media yeah. and all the things that go into it um but yeah i would say certainly my generation it's a character building thing and i, I yeah think- it is exactly yeah and it, it makes you realize certain things you know about the way of living and what you need to do to yeah. get to a certain place you know but i actually i would go as far david as saying that that's the start you know when everyone says about there's no loyalty in football I think that's the start of it, certainly from the player side of things. And I do, I'm not saying that the ownership side of football clubs don't need to work on it too, because I think when they want to move you on, they move you on. But I think from a player's point of view, Mm. when you've done those sort of jobs and those sort of tasks, it makes you take that club in to your your heart a little bit deeper than you would have done. Um, I think it's all very surface level now. And hearing that, I I just think there's so much good that comes from it. Mm. I know what you mean by surface level because like a lot of players just go where their money is, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, even then when you said about loyalty and everything, yeah, but like I was there till I was 19 and they let me go. Yeah. <laughs> I was devastated. No, I know. <laughs> you know but, so. but then you, you did say. <laughs> you still have that loyalty though. Yeah, yeah. You've still got that loyalty and you said as well that I'll always yeah. remember. And the way that you talk about it as well, David, is so vivid. Yeah. It's like you really remember it. You yeah. really, there's some things that we, oh, I, I do, lessons you know, we even, learn in life and we don't remember yeah. them. Even like when I said about the tunnel, that like just a, like halfway up that tunnel is the medical room where I had you know what stitched back together. Ooh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. From that story. <laughs> yeah. watch, watch previous episodes if you want to find out. <laughs> Never oh. to be forgotten. <laughs> Oh no, exactly. You know, so yeah, good memories and, and, and great times and yeah, it was it was a good result for Arsenal, especially on the afterwards when, when Liverpool won as well, you know, so it gives us a, a four point gap now. So that's a, that's a nice little cushion. I'm sure that will be needed later on in the season. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. Big games this week, Lindsay. Man United against Spurs and mm. Brentford against Chelsea. So we'll start with Man United as Callum's back. I actually have a bone to pick with you two because I listened to Uh-oh. last week's episode and the one the one time I'm not here, you actually praise United. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> not going to praise them and this you, week. Like, we were saying that like, oh my God, I can't believe Callum's not. Yeah. Oh. oh God. Oh. Rashford's missed, by the way. Hello. I know. I can stop blaming managers when players are doing that. In terms of how yeah. Man United are going to oh. fare against Spurs... Are you feeling confident, Callum? Because I don't know. I think Spurs 
have obviously got a lot of football at the minute that they're juggling um, with Champions League. And then Richarlison looked like he'd got a nasty injury. Kulisevsky is still out. I would argue it's probably a good time to play them compared to any other at the minute. But I do think that they've perhaps got a little bit more at the moment. Yeah, but Man United go to Cyprus and make it look hard, don't they? You, you, they just can't score. I think defensively, United look okay. I know that's ironic after having uh, six put past them by City, but I think that I don't. I don't think they look as bad as they did last year defensively. Um, mm. However, I do, they're just no goals. They haven't got a goal scorer. That's Ronaldo's well, they, well, not on do. it. Well, they yeah. do, but he's not. He's not at the moment. He's not a goal scorer, and I don't. I don't think he should start anymore. Oh, really? I, I, he looks yeah. like he looks like more of a hindrance. Yeah, it'd be better. He'd be more of an impact player, wouldn't he? Coming on as sub, you're like, oh yeah. god, he's coming on, you know. And it's um, yeah. you know, but then, but then it's it's not just him. You know, you look at Rashford's chance. I think Sancho had a few chances as well, and they're just like their big players aren't performing. They're not on it at the yeah. moment, you know, especially up front, you know, and it's and it's really letting them down. Fernandez, what's happened to Fernandez? So th- this th- yeah. th- like the 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 the, the actual play. I don't think he's bad. Um, yeah. And I think that it's like they're getting to the, they're doing everything they need to do except put it in the bloody goal. It sounds like I'm listening yeah. to. It's the problem. A, I mean, the, the amount of chances they create. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's a few teams like yeah. that, actually. There's a real lack of, of well, I say a lack of strikers, but there Potency. is a lack of, uh, of final third yeah. goals for a lot of yeah. teams at the moment. Yeah. Mm. Potency, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it's, but when you look at the players they've got, they're, they're just they're not performing they're not they're not even they're not even a seven out of ten you know they're getting they're, they're getting into some great positions and for some reason then they're, they're not confident you know Rash, I, can't, I couldn't believe Rashford's miss when I saw that you know that is a, a very easy header um, but that's Man United but hopefully they'll get it all right on Wednesday I'm at Brentford <laughs> against Chelsea, um, which I'm looking forward to. So, yeah, yeah. And I th- I actually thought, I'm going to say, I thought, yeah, because I, I thought Villa played well that'll be, that'll against be a good Chelsea. Game. That's the first game that I, I saw Villa and I thought, wow, you know, they they really carry yeah. in a bit of threat. And then they came off with a 2-0 defeat. So what did that say about Chelsea? I, mm. I think that, this should be really interesting, yeah. especially because it's at Brentford as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a tough place to go, and you know, and as soon as I think of them, I think oh. of Ivan Tony and, he, and his penalties. Oh my word, they're like so good. I'm not saying anything. I'm not going to curse him as well. <laughs> no, no, there's a, thing, there's a they've, they've got um, like a split screen of him on YouTube of when he takes that penalty, and he doesn't look down at the ball at all. Which makes it so he's, hard. He's, for like, you. he's almost like commentating yeah. over it, saying, "Well, I know, you know." And he's just watching the goalie, you know. So, like, now he's doing that, and he, and he's actually commentating on the penalty himself. I'm thinking, right, well, I'm going to start throwing a few dummies in, you know. If I was a goalie, you know, I'd start going one way, go the other, and then go the other way, you know, like do a double whammy, you know, because something you've got to try and do something different to put him off, because he's making it look so easy at the moment. It's 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 just how casual he is on on the on the step up to the ball as well. It's yeah. almost like he's taking the mick. <laughs> like whereas with but, Kane, you've got someone who's like, right, well, I'm gonna be serious. I'm gonna put it in that corner. With him, he's like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. 
there we go scored again yeah <laughs> but that but that's the technique he's using he's using the, the like the two step back you know because he doesn't want because he said the ball doesn't move so i know where it is so he wants once the two step his left foot goes at the side of the ball and then he can decide which way he's going without even looking at it and mm. the guy that started that off was ronald kuman who just played for holland and he was brilliant at it then hazard took it on and now he's doing it to a to a different level you know he's he's really good at it but I would seriously be looking at what I could do to to double bluff him. <laughs> As a goalie, do you think that takes takes the mick a little bit? Are you think because yeah, you know, say no. if you if if you don't score if if you don't save one against Kane, you kind of go okay, fair enough. But it, do you not feel like he's taking the the mick out of you when he's running up and not even kind of t- he's like so nonchalant no, about he, it? It's like if he's if, like what he's doing and he's scoring, you can't you can't argue with it. You know, even mm. even doing yeah. what is it called, mm. the penenka or whatever it's called, the chip yeah. down the middle. You know, Dwight York done me at Villa, and I and I went full blooded left, left, <laughs> and he chipped it down the middle. And the worst thing I ever did was try to have a little goal for the one on the on the other. You know, I, I tried to get back up and go for it, <laughs> but it was like way too late. You know, and, but you know, as much as you like you. You know, as much as you want to have a go at him, I'm thinking, no, fair enough, mate. If you've got the nuts to run down and and actually apparently like that, yeah. then fair enough. You know, and the same with Ivan Tony. You know, the his technique is brilliant, and you just, you've got to take your hat off to it. You know, but as a yeah. goalkeeper, I would be watching it so much to try and find what else can I do, how can I put him off, and I'm sure that a lot of there's so many like coaches now, you know the, the the stats guys and everything. They they will they will come up with something, you know. Because I saw, I think I don't know who it was, but there was a goalkeeper that did. He, he like went to his right because normally what what a striker thinks is if he goes to his right first, he's gonna go left because he's gonna put his foot down and then go left. But he went right, mm. left, and then right, and he actually saved it. You know, mm. so you've got to start thinking of doing double plus, yeah. you know. But make sure mm. you've got your balance, you know, because. He is. He's, make, he's making <laughs> it look so up. easy, and he's making goalies look mugs. <laughs> so come on, the goalies, sort him out. <laughs> That's all for this episode. We'll be back at the end of the week to look ahead at the weekend's fixtures. So we'll see you then. This is a listening dog media production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.